You never know. Going live. You never know on these Thursday shows, man. <laughs> oh, they're always a little rowdy. You know what I'm saying? They're always it's a little, little rough in the edit bay and uh, with the production crew. Honestly, we got a huge ah, issue. You know. there, right? We got the we got the we got the best crew in the biz, so I ain't worried about it. That's right. Take they a, usually handle it. Take some notes. Problem with John Stewart? <laughs> Is that thing still on? Oh, I don't know. He's probably well, they canceled uh, it. he's hanging out with Brian Stelter over there uh, in the uh, unemployment line. I imagine. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! I'm so glad you brought up John Stewart. Can I start this off with a little, a little, uh, little funny little tidbit here? I I really can't wait, actually. <laughs> so like, uh, I I just every time just print every time we do this, I just print out the the note you send me, and then right, I, right. I write the date that I, uh, <laughs> and I have this like nice little pile here, right? And right. Every once in a while, then I just throw out the pile. But <laughs> yeah. before we didn't write the date, no, I didn't write the dates on them. But this pile, I did. Okay. So the first one, the date is four two. Is April second? Wow. Of this year, right? Do you want to know what we talked about on April 2nd, two months ago? I hope it's uh, the problem with Jon Stewart, actually. <laughs> so, Jon Stewart that week was sellout of the week. Wow. That was the week of the video where he shit on America. Yes, where he claimed so, we're all dude, racist. Think That's about right. this is two months ago. <laughs> right. Jon Stewart shit on America. Like, that is so long ago and forgotten. That's right? an incredible gauge of time, too, man. Like... Do you want to know what's on the docket in two months ago on April 2nd? What was that? Recession. Now or later. Wow. And then you played the ABC clip where they were saying, we're not yet in a recession. We, don't, <laughs> we still don't think it's going to happen. We're going to recover this quarter. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy and, because, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's even better. One of the clips of the day. Fauci's natural immunity. What? <laughs> How crazy? How crazy yeah. is that compared to the notes we got for today? Oh my god! That's why when I saw the Mind the bottom, when I looked at the one on the bottom, right? Compared to today, I was yeah. like, "Holy shit!" This wow, is crazy. we've gone full. I don't even know if it's a circle. I think we just stayed at the same spot. <laughs> Two months. Dude, never in our lifetimes have like predictions been made on ABC Seven News, right. and then two months been proven wrong. Like usually, your political failures took years. It's like oh, yeah. takes me a few years to really get get all the clips together, right? Like George Bush, we thought you were a failure. Nine Eleven happened, we thought you were a hero. It's like seven years before we realized, hey, you're kind of a failure. You know? <laughs> Uh, you know, Obama played it that way too. He was really yeah. celebrated during his presidency. I would say, um, you it's know, eight years. Clinton, same thing. Yeah, Clinton too. Absolutely. Uh, actually, I like Clinton. I think you know everybody has nostalgia for the '90s because they were such a good, roaring time. <sighs> the comparative, yes, but also with Clinton, everybody loves Clinton because of one reason and one reason only. He played saxophone on Arsenio Hall. That's the whole reason. Yes. Great call. It's an, it's an incredible call. it's an incredible moment and it's like what yeah. won him the presidency, man. He was a freaking nobody. Uh, it's just like us. Dude, <laughs> no, not even that, dude. That's when they pegged him like the blackest president before Obama or whatever. 
Is that what it was? You oh, so? yeah, dude. They were all about, like, uh, the Democrats were all about how Clinton uh, was huge with the black They community. locked up more black people than anybody. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> like you talking about numbers and stats, facts? Get out of here, man! They were worse than the Jim Crow South. <laughs> My favorite thing about Clinton yeah. and how he raised uh, rose to prominence is he was the governor of uh, Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah, yeah. And there's a during the fucking <laughs> dude. There's a there's yeah. a CIA base or there's a base that CIA <laughs> yeah. planes fly out of, and it's you know he. He was essentially helping, uh, you know, like orchestrate, not orchestrate, but he was like uh, facilitating a landing strip for uh, the drug trade for the CIA. And it's kind of where the whole crack uh, epidemic happened, you know, for those fucking dude, we were literally trading guns for uh, drugs. Yeah. To the fucking Nicaraguan guerrillas. What were they called? Yeah, I think this is Iran Contra, I believe. Yeah, the, I could yeah. be wrong on my history here, but I just remember no, for sure the Clintons they were using, are in it. They were using the money right. to then fund operations in Iran. Yes, yeah, yeah. And what's funny is this is the <laughs> the Clintons working with it, you know, um, <laughs> at a local level, and then this is during the Reagan administration. So every, the these players, they're all on the same team. They're all dirty. Here's, here's the best part. Here's the best part. People are like, is that really a thing? Yeah, they, uh, Tom Cruise made a movie about it. Yeah. Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise made a movie about it, and then that fucking governor became president. And then that was, and then, the, oh, but that doesn't happen nowadays. That was 20 years ago. Like, what are you, what are you, they, they also made a movie they, about it. They made a movie about it with Tom Cruise. Like, what do you, I mean, <laughs> what made, do you mean the government doesn't do that nowadays? They're you, still the same people. Have you seen Primary Colors with uh, John Travolta? <laughs> Primary Colors. Dude, it's literally about the Clintons. A guy who I think his name is Klein. He used to work for the Times. He was a big Clinton fanatic and journalist, and he wrote this movie about the Clintons' rise to power. And it's like essentially like a fictional but like non-fictional at the same time when did this kind of movie come out 19 uh, late 90s maybe or yeah it's got to be late 90s uh, see that makes sense the clintons couldn't kill him because he was too high profile they made him go bald <laughs> <laughs> make him go bald <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, i got the technology that's my hillary clinton impression by the way <laughs> <laughs> it was very good <laughs> Indistinguishable from from Bill. Yeah, and which, which uh, made it sound good. And Big Mike as well. That's oh, uh, <laughs> Big Mike. <laughs> it uh, came out in 1996. No, I'm sorry, uh, 1998. So okay. it kind of timed out well with him leaving office. Also, 98, I believe, was kind of the end of the Monica Lewinsky uh, extravaganza, if you will. Was it really? I don't know. Yeah, I was worried about the bulls. <laughs> That's right. Well, check check out Primary Colors because it... I got to watch that. Yeah. It, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It actually kind of uh, shows you maybe in a very Hollywood-esque sense how uh, kind of evil the Clintons really were back then. <laughs> 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 like a weird way. They're different people now, Frank. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Come on, they're grandparents. <laughs> Just like your grandparents, dude. Remember when Nona and Nono knocked off 40 people? Because <laughs> they were about to leak information on them? Eh, it's just normal grandparent stuff. That's, <laughs> that's the past. Right. 
in the past. <laughs> yeah, well, primary colors, check it out. And uh, yeah. it does, you know what I like about it too? You were right. Uh, the 90s kind of, in a weird way now, seem like this forgotten kind of last era of like innocence, even though there was nothing innocent about the nineties. Oh. The nineties were horrible. Do you, do you know what the you know what the politicians knew in the nineties that they don't know now? No. Nobody gives a fuck what you do as long as the market's good. Right. Like yes. as long as I yes. make it is not even the market. As long as I can afford a house with my job and everything's good, I'm good. I don't care yeah. what the fuck you guys do. <laughs> you know? Yes. Back back then the biggest problem you had, the biggest thing on TV was fucking Tipper Gore talking about putting a label on rap music. Wow. Like, think about that, dude. Now now, now we're arguing about drag queens in schools, reading stories. Yeah, like... Uh, <laughs> think about how far that we're, shift is. We're literally <laughs> debating over a grown man exposing his genitals to a kindergartner. Are we really? Is that where we're at? How <laughs> I long for the days of Tipper Gore, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. That's the nostalgia. It was like, man, back then, shit just made sense. I don't know. Yeah, the thing making people outraged was uh, Eminem. Eminem, yeah. That was the hoopla. Yes. Oh, big deal. Fucking, uh, um, <laughs> I can't, what's the guy in Anaconda? I can't think of his name now. You're thinking of uh, Ice Cube? Ice Cube, dude. That's right. So funny. Everything he did, all I could think of was Anaconda. Yeah, it's funny. You couldn't say like Friday, Compton, next Friday, the yeah, Friday after Friday, Friday the last yeah. Friday that happened before the last Friday after this next Friday. <laughs> and it's official. The dude men are white. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Exposed. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That's incredible. Yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah. I don't know. Ice Cube. Man. Yeah. That was like, remember, he was like the big thing. Well, I was. guess that was like 80s, early 90s. I don't know. We've, we've lost yeah. our way, man. We have lost our way. By the way, we've gone so far the other way. The pendulum has swung all the way to that left that uh, Joe Biden, as I like to say that Michael doesn't get Joe Pryden, uh, has something, ha was boasting this week. I don't know if you caught this right here. <laughs> Pride is back at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it now? I get it now. All right. <laughs> I made another punny. <laughs> I haven't heard of this one. Mike, you, you sent me the clip. Oh, did I? This, no. This is why this show is great, folks. I do drink. <laughs> I drink during the week. I, got, I can't admit that. <laughs> man, this, I don't think I've ever heard this. It's a great clip. Who sent that to you, man? You did. Oh, Goddamn production crew's on point today. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Pride is back at the White House. From day one, from day one, this has been the most pro-equality administration in history, led by guys like Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. And so many others. I think we have more LGBTQ plus people than any administration or every administration combined. No, I, I really mean it. Did you catch how they laughed? I wonder if that correlates with the horrible failure of your administration. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's, uh, hmm. 
almost as if you pick these people because they're fucking gay <laughs> and not because they're good at their fucking job. <laughs> I have a feeling. Yeah. They're... <laughs> Joe, you're kind of pointing out what we've been trying to tell you. you know? <laughs> I think you're uh, saying the quiet part out loud again there, fella. Yeah, uh, look at all these <laughs> that I hired just because they're <laughs> I don't care about their job, but look how many f**ks I got in this administration. No, I love them. Joe, we know you hate gay people, dude. You, you hate gays and then minorities. We know it. Stop, stop lying, dude. Because I promised when I got elected, I wanted my administration to look like America. Look like America. America's 50% f Thanks, Joe. And whatever that fucking thing is you got running the fucking health, whatever that, you know, that tranny, that, that, you that place. the dog leather man? Dog leather man. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, oh no, that's no. another Oh, one. sorry. That's I confuse one. all my freakoids. Uh, you're talking about the, uh, I'm, the I'm talking about from... the Rachel, <laughs> Rachel Levine, with the first female admiral yeah, that played football right. with General Miley in college. <laughs> What's that you say? A female played college football? No, she was a 350-pound man who was a lineman <laughs> at the college. Now she's the first female admiral. Yeah. That's your fucking administration, dude. It's great. We're doing great here. All right. Now that all these have jobs can we hire some people that know what they're doing and fucking can, can, I, can you lower my gas price yeah. yeah congratulations now can we do something about the gas <laughs> listen i don't care if all you can do is fuck horses if you can lower the gas great i, I don't care i don't care I don't, I, I don't need gay i don't need a tranny i need somebody that can lower the gas prices Please. dude can we just get somebody with some experience in here done <laughs> Record number. <laughs> Looks like your administration, uh, your whole administration is either transgender or fucking black lesbian. Are we all black lesbians and transgenders? Like, how, how, how representative is that? Of the Did you catch that? that part? That's what kind of made me go That's America? a little bit. Like, I don't think you're, re I think you're representing, your representation or idea of it is cartoonish at best and at worst racist and bigoted. Against yes. white people, man. Like you're no, like, Frank, no, I guess I, Frank, Frank, I go into I go into four to five hundred houses a year. Right? Right. And all of them. Black, white, European, Middle Eastern, all of them. Everybody's the fucking it's a husband and wife and kids. Right. That is the majority. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's don't don't tell me this gay trans uh, oh we're gonna look like America. No, you're starting to look like Boys Town. Yes, <laughs> and Boys thank Town you. is not yes. a representation of America, dude. Seriously, that's that's my issue with uh, this. Is go walk down my neighborhood, Joe. You're not representing my neighborhood, man. I hate to break it to you. And hey, I have a very mixed neighborhood. Uh, you could just go right next door, and we have a lot of the, uh, your administration living there. And then you could go right across the street, and you have. Uh, colored folk down there that you would love to get their vote and do pander and whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, come come down, walk down my neighborhood, you get a little snapshot of that action, but I'll be the first to tell you that Denver, Colorado, suburbs of it, absolutely not even the snapshot of America, to be honest. It's totally fucking skewed, man. Every comic yeah. who comes out here, every comedian I see, one of their opening fucking jokes is about how white Denver is. It's the whitest fucking place <laughs> on the planet, man. It really is. 
Do you know why? I have a few ideas, but my main idea is because of sickle cell anemia. Yes. Yes. I read that. It was so funny. Hell yeah. I still and, believe it's because of And this was of an article from a black people, so don't 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 persecute us. This was an article. From <laughs> I a, I hate a to black use gentleman. it. Hey, Mike, I hate to say it, but I'm simply just citing science. <laughs> no, sickle cell anemia, anemia, amen. I can't even say it now. Sickle cell anemia. Anemia is uh, a huge reason why a lot of athletes refuse to come and play in Colorado. Right. They, something about the altitude. They can't... Yes, the altitude thins the blood, and then it causes uh, some reaction, or it's, it's dangerous for them. They can die. And before everybody goes out there, we know every black person doesn't have sickle cell anemia. Right. No, this is only the but, players who it affects but, or have it in their genealogy. Right. No, no, but you got to think, like, when it comes to, like, a city, though, you're not going to get, like, whole black families, right? Because... Think about our family. There's like 40 people that won't leave Chicago just because one old lady right. won't leave Chicago. You know what I mean? If that old lady has sickle cell, nobody in that family is going to Colorado. You know? <laughs> yeah, and there's other factors too. There's really no um, uh, like export kind of action out of Denver like there is in Chicago, New York, L.A. I, I just don't think there's like um, a job market per se. Like It's more of like a tech industry kind of city. Like a transplant place. Hmm. So And it is kinda new. Yeah, it's fresh, man. Like Chicago, New York, these are yeah. old old cities. So yeah. yeah, no, I just think uh it's it's hmm. new culturally, uh it's still small and the sickle cell anemia thing I think plays into it. Not consciously maybe, but I think it uh I don't know. And also Mike, can't white people have a Mecca like Denver, man? Like, come on, dude. Like, why can't we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we got kicked off. Are we still alive? <laughs> where, else, where else are the KKK going to go pray every day, man? To worship Utah. their Moloch, you Utah know? Is the white, Utah is the white Mecca. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just kidding. But, you know, we're, we're the place where you get weed before you go into Utah. You know? That's ah, what... <laughs> yeah, you're weed in your beer before you go with those Mormon fucks. God damn it. <laughs> Oh man, I'm kidding. I have no idea why it's like that. But yeah, no, the single cell is a, <laughs> it's a funny theory. It is a funny theory, and I like because there's stick not to a it. lot of there's not a lot of uh, black folk in, in like Alaska either. You know. Yeah, and it, you can't say it's the cold because dude, it gets fucking cold, and you know, there's dude in uh, Detroit. So you know, it, I'll say it has to probably do more than anything with slave trade and. Um, essentially uh blues music <laughs> jazz hell yeah you heard it right yeah. i think the towns and city the cities where you have the most prom the you know prominence of jazz and blues and the hit and you know the deep-seated history those mm. happen to be also hubs for slavery uh back in the day or maybe not i'm sorry not hubs for slavery but where slaves maybe escaped too Right, I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And Those so, are just lib They've always been liberal. Right, and so maybe that's yeah, kind of uh, why they congregated in those places, yeah. and then right. also that's where some of the best music comes from, best food. It kind of uh, hey man, melting pot, man. Hey, hey, uh, folks, right, uh, America, it's a great place. Get it over is. here, man. Everyone's welcome. <laughs> 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 but come here legally, damn it. <laughs> you know what a lot of people have been talking about, and I, I never thought about this, but I, it is it is true. You know, like our border yeah. problem. Yeah. It, 
we really had an open border and didn't give a fuck for sure until until uh we started having welfare wow that really blows my mind once our government started giving out welfare you started getting immigrants from other countries just flocking right you're getting free american money you know and that's when everybody was like all right we need to that's right. Close these borders. Imagine this is for us. So, like, know? imagine you're sweating. You're in the field in Honduras. You're, yeah. you know, and and Miss Thirteen's got a fucking rifle yeah, pointed at your and ass. And one of yeah. your amigos next to you says, "Like, hey, man, in America, you could just sit on the couch, watch TV, and collect checks." <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta get over there, man. What are you? What are we doing here? Let's just pack up all our shit and go. Dude, what's that? Because you're in Honduras, so you got a cell phone, right? And you're looking at your paycheck, which is $4 for the month, right? Yeah. Four U.S. dollars for the whole month. And then you get a text message from your buddy who just got an unemployment check for $1,200. <laughs> <laughs> and he's buying weed at the local dispensary. Yeah. <laughs> On food stamps. <laughs> And, and he sent you the message with a free cell phone that Lori Lightfoot gave him. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, dude. Of course they're then, coming in then, droves, oh, man. Hey, Holmes, you won't believe it. You go to Walmart? As long as it's under $1,000, nobody stops you. Just, you just walk out. They're so rich. I don't know. Nobody stops you. They're so rich, it's free. Uh, that's right. Oh my god, man! I just like think about that, dude. Yes, and of course, people want to come here, man. Like, th- there's no way the stories of abundance and freedom and free shit. There's no way that information <laughs> doesn't <laughs> reach across the seas, man. It does. It goes across the border. <laughs> your whole life, you never saw a thousand dollars. You never saw a thousand dollars. You're 34, 35. Never yeah. saw a thousand dollars. You're watching the news, and these guys are like, "Yeah, you can walk out of Walgreens as long as it's under a thousand dollars." You're like, oh my god! You're literally you're watching YouTube clips of like people just walking out of Walmart, man. Like, like, like you just literally got shot four times trying to steal a Snickers bar, and these people are. It's unbelievable, man. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine. I would want to come here too. I would leave everything behind and just start running for the border, man. There's a reason nobody's leaving. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody else is willing to pay our fat asses to do nothing. You know? <laughs> yeah, because we're demanding $15 an hour, man. So dumb. That gets rolled back, by the way. What? I th- I think people will stop paying other people fifteen bucks an hour. I think that's gonna roll back. Nah, I don't know what's gonna go on there. Oh man, there's a. I I think they really fucked the economy, man. It was they fucked everything. They really they really <laughs> did. They really fucked <laughs> yeah. it, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I mean, gas, food prices. They printed trillions of dollars and then <laughs> shut down know. the economy. I, I mean, and then they decided, yeah, let's pay all uh, the minimum wage people 15 bucks an hour. This is a great idea. This is exactly what we should do. I, I'm shocked that nobody, I feel like when we were giving out money, I, I, 
I was telling everybody like we shouldn't do this. This is I a bad idea. Did. We pay yeah. for this later. You pay. You don't pay now. You pay later. That's how this works. Yeah. No, that one guy. They did the math. It was like you got twelve hundred dollars. It's gonna end up costing you something like forty thousand dollars in the long run. Why? Like a, yeah. After like twenty years or no. so. I forgot what they did. I, I don't know. I'm not smart enough, but I um, know a guy who runs a bagel shop. I told you about him. Emma's uh, sister's boyfriend in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. And he was telling me about the PPE loans and how uh, he was <laughs> looking over the forms and just decided, uh, no, nah, no thanks. And he he believes it was the greatest, smartest business decision he made in the last five years. Dude, people are getting fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I. It wasn't a gift. It was a loan. You yes. You got to pay that shit back. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're coming for it, man. Well, they need to come for it, and it's and the not. Prob- the, well, the problem is, the, the problem is, they're coming for you. They want you to pay the loan, but they haven't fixed the economy yet. And that was kind of the agreement. Was, you know what I mean? You're getting this loan, but then this is a temporary thing with the economy, and the things are going to bounce back. But then they shut everything down again. Yeah. And <laughs> the they second ruined one. The fucking, you know. And now you're a restaurant owner and you're like, yeah, I took out this loan, but I thought I was going to be open in four months. You guys yeah. shut me down for two years. Well, here's the thing about all of this is I'm not 100% sold on the fact that even all the printing of money and the shutdowns, all that, it's almost, okay, I feel like we could have rebound from that in some way. I can't really put my finger on what's going on, but something seems premeditated. Something that's going on right now with the shortages, with the food plantations catching on fire and factories all burning down. Um, this bogus war in Ukraine and they're blaming uh, wheat shortages on this. There's just, uh, it all seems phony baloney. Plus and, the ships in the, remember the containers? Well, also, Mike, you know, we're hitting $7, $8 a gallon of gas, all this stuff uh, oh, around the God. country, right? But if we're going to blame all of these recent things on it, or even let's just say what happened during the pandemic, uh, how did this guy know it was going to happen? We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's hmm. uh, an incredible thing that have, it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things, and you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. <laughs> you know what that's like? That's like him. a tax cut. It's that's a tax bigger cut. than a tax cut. <laughs> If Biden got in, you'd be paying seven dollars, eight dollars, nine dollars. Didn't they say get rid of your car? Prices at some local <laughs> gas station. Here, how did he know? Wait, here, because that was during the election. They're way above the average. Well, across the street from the Beverly Center, one of the most expensive places in L.A., drivers are paying this: nearly seven dollars for regular unleaded, nearly eight dollars for premium. Wow. Drivers said they were surprised and not in a good way. Mike, does that clip sound a little familiar? Yeah. I played one very, from the same news organization, right? From like a month and a half ago. Oh, and they were God. talking about it raising to 5 $6, and now it's up to 7 $8 in the newscast. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's disgusting. Chicago hit $6. We're at six oh nine for the for regular. Here's what bothers me is during the yeah. election, Trump said, hey, look, you vote in the other guy, you'll be paying 9 bucks a gallon. I promise you. How did he know? Something's something is going on. You want to know how I know something's going on? How? The the racial like 
from the 87 to the 92. The what? What was it? The ratio from like 87 to 92, right? Right. So like it like when gas was $2, right? Right. Uh 90 93 octane was or 92 gas station. It was 30 cents more. <clears throat> right? Right. Than the regular? Mhm. The 87? Yeah. And then when the 80s, you know, when the, when the 87 went up to like 3, you know, $3. Right. Now it was like 40, 50 cents, or now it was like 60, 80 cents more, right? Okay. But that difference hasn't changed. So now we're at $6, but the premium is still only 60 cents more than the regular. So how could it be only 60 cents more at $6 and it's 60 cents more at $4? You're saying it should be it should be uh it increasing should uh in the same because it should... <clears throat> trajectory as the well, rest, it's, it's right? A, it should it's be It's a percentage, right? Cuz right. going by the octane and everything. So, yeah. It should be grow it should the gap should be growing with the increase in price. So it's almost cheaper right now to be getting that premium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, we're getting fucked no matter what. Yeah, we're getting fucked. I don't know who's doing it. But what bothers but... me about all of this is Trump warned us, okay? Yeah, he knew it was and coming. And he kind of sounded like a loon all the time. You never knew if he was talking out of his ass or what was going on. But he's pretty, I mean, I, he's really on the money. Like, yeah. he nailed the dollar range pretty pretty close there. And uh, I don't think what it's stopped. Okay, well, here's my thought is... He must have known. Do you notice he was obsessed with Hunter Biden and he was obsessed with Ukraine and Joe Biden. And the second the Ukraine stuff happened, once Joe Biden was in, uh, gas just shoots through the roof. So what's yeah. the I don't know. I don't know what the connection is, but mm. I'm definitely seeing that. Trump kind of had an idea that the second these guys get into power, they're going to jack up the prices. And hey, one of my theories is this is all on purpose in order to push us into using electric vehicles. No, dude, something's going on on like a world, on like a whole geopolitical scale. Because you see now uh, Russia just, dude, they just made record profits. Yeah. What happened to oh. us decimating their economy oh with our yeah. sanctions? So Dude, I. How do we know Zelensky and Putin didn't plan this? Wow. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. L look what's going on here. <laughs> Russia's making more money than ever. <laughs> yeah. The, ru the ruble gained. The ruble went yeah. up. Z Zelensky keeps begging for ammunition, and we're just fucking sending them weapons. We sent another we billion. Dude, yes, you we, know what I just found yeah. out? Which blew. I, I haven't had a chance to look at this because I just heard this like forty-five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. And it, but it totally makes sense. All of Ukraine's armament is the old Soviet shit, right? Yeah. So what does old Soviet shit shoot? Uh, it shoots Russian bullets. <laughs> I was gonna say old Soviet shit. <laughs> It shoots Russian bullets. Yeah. Who makes Russian ammunition? Russia. All right. 
Makes sense so, to me. So apparently there's NATO countries through third parties are buying Russian. We're buying the ammunition from Russia to oh, yeah. send to Ukraine. Oh, that makes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah, all right. That makes perfect sense. What the fuck are we doing? Dude? We're literally just laundering money in this fucking fake war. I'm pretty sure every war we make money off both sides, no matter the deal. Oh, but dude, this one is but, just too obvious, and this is a fake war. This, this is a fake war. This is a fake war. I think that's why it's getting oh. zero traction with the public, no matter how hard they try. Did you see it, it was on this the- This is payback for the fucking goddamn- Payoff to Joe Biden, dude. It is a it you. is the payoff. Oh, no, pay you know what I think it is? You know what I think this whole war is? I think this is the fucking blackmail. They got something I agree. on the They got I, everything they got you. on the Biden family. Mike. And this is them blackmailing the Bidens. This whole fucking uh, You're bullshit. either psycho or you listen to the Dude Man podcast, man. Because uh, we talked about this months ago. Uh, <laughs> how this whole thing smells of kickbacks. That's what this whole freaking thing is, honestly. Yeah. And... When I'm yeah. really, really digging into it, when I really think about it, uh, the sm- the stinkiest part about all of this is Hunter Biden, <laughs> and I I'm pretty sure <laughs> the stinkiest I'm, I'm pretty, the stinkiest yeah. piece is the man who snorted the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever snorted it dealt it. <laughs> Did you see the picture floating around like a week and a half ago after Biden made his uh, gun announcement and all this stuff? And it was Hunter Biden from his laptop with a prostitute and an illegal firearm. Uh, he's Which like, one? <laughs> he's nude. He's nude posing with this like illegally purchased uh, handgun. And yeah. it's just, I, I really but he think... lied. He lied on the federal form. Dude, they're, they're calling for like background checks and everything. The son of the president of your party lied on the form well, and cheated his way to get a gun. And then yeah. and then his fucking girlfriend, who also <laughs> happens to be his brother's widow. Oh, so right, gross, yeah. Takes the gun and throws it in a dumpster outside <laughs> a fucking school. The Secret Service had to go fucking fetch the gun. <laughs> the, the, worst, the, the, the only thing that pisses me off is do you know how much fucking money we're paying for these Secret Service guys know, to take care man, of your crackhead's gun problem? <laughs> you fucking... Well, here, look. Uh, in regards to your idea with the whole uh, blackmail, which I fully support, I fully agree with this one, um, you notice how everything from the Hunter Biden laptop, it's pictures, man. Yeah, where are the videos? I, I, dude. All right, thank you. Where you know are, that motherfucker oh, took videos, man. dude? Where you the, know these yes. pictures are still shots yes, of the videos? Yes, I'm telling you, these are stills of videos. We have, yeah. we have not seen the P tape. No, if you, if for out. lack of a better phrase, they'll never come <laughs> out, man. Because one of one of those videos is Brock's daughter. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's definitely Brock's daughter, and I'm telling you this right now uh that is your blackmail and i think that they got yeah. it i think putin's got it i think you Zelensky's got in on what's it. his daughter's name what's his daughter's name malia you got malia suck, sucking hunter's dick and him calling her the n-word while she does it and she's doing Bam. below underage <laughs> not that i mean uh you know 
you can be underage to do blow. She's underage, you know, to do Hunter. (laughs) 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 That's what I I mean by that. Yeah, there's no age limit for blow, right? No, no age limit. No age limit whatsoever. But that's what I I really think that's going on. Did you see the picture? It was yesterday, I think. Uh, All the international dudes who went to meet with Zelensky was like, uh, all our favorites. You know, my favorite, Macron was there, uh, you know. (laughs) I'm getting better at his oh, name. I love what you said. Oh, it's so good. But did you see they're all sitting in this circle? It's this very prestigious room, and they're all in their suits, and they, you know, they all look very, very, um, you oh, know, congressional and all this stuff. And right in the yes. middle, it's Zelensky with the green T-shirt, dude. He's sitting there with the fucking T-shirt every time. The fucking T-shirt, He's dude. In the middle of a war, Frank. Yeah, I realize that, but everybody else. Uh, Nancy Pelosi showed up with a bright blue, uh, like. <laughs> pantsuit on bright blue like I, there's no other description for the color other than bright blue as to throw off the snipers <laughs> yeah, they can only see her they couldn't see Zelensky I'm not kidding, dude. the surroundings the picture's incredible and he's always it's looking tough drab. he's sitting there tough yeah. with the olive shirt and then he again five Mike, seven five seven five, comedian <laughs> and you know who's behind him <laughs> the mooks he's always got his mooks behind him dude he's doing a congressional it's a, it doesn't make sense like uh, uh can you describe the mooks yeah every person that died died in john wick any of the three movies john wick every guy that he shot that's Zelensky's mooks <laughs> put them all together that's all the mooks dude that's and yeah. uh so Kind of to round it into your little idea there, I don't think they're Zelensky's mooks. Those are Putin's mooks, man. I think they're his handlers. I think they're keeping oh, an absolutely. eye on him, man. I think oh, they're making yeah. sure Zelensky plays the part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, who do you think's picking that wardrobe? <laughs> Please, Putin, can I wear a Ukraine shirt? No. No, you wear olive shirt. <laughs> You know that one picture where he got with the black Ukraine shirt? He went back to his bedroom and Putin was waiting. (laughs) Thought that was funny? (laughs) (laughs) This is your mother? (laughs) Mook one, one finger. You know, he just gives them uh, numbers. Mook one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Zelensky, man. I I was just thinking about that, dude. Everything is failed. Dude, everything has failed. What do you think they're going to come up with next? It's so funny. If you watch CNN right now, at one point, point, Don Lamont literally just put his head in his palm started tapping the table and was just waiting for a shooting to happen. <laughs> dude, well, they do no, they don't know what to talk about. Well, There's dude, it's Pride Month about. and they had to drop it. Yeah, nobody cares. They had to drop it. Nobody Pride. cares about any of that. They had the to thing, drop it. The only thing people care about is the fucking $6 they're paying for gas. And you guys have no answer. Seriously, dude. And I, I'm really like... Ah. It's not just the $6, dude. It's the stock market. Bro, I, what did I say? We didn't a even couple, talk about that. That's right. Dude, I, saw it months, I said it months ago. We're going to go below 30. 
We just went below 30,000. We're fucking... Stock market's tanking. It was predicted... Uh, <clears throat> some of the big players predicted it would go to 34. 30 would be... <sighs> devastating. <laughs> yeah, we're devastated. <laughs> <laughs> you really... I mean, I'm that's I a... I tried to log into my E-Trade. It just said, don't look. <laughs> you don't want to look. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's bad, man. It really is bad, and I think that's why the pride thing is not happening for some reason. Um, I actually, uh, I kind of noticed something. A uh, lot of American flags out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, July Fourth is coming up. It is. I did weigh that in my mind. We're about a half a month from there, right? Yeah. Um. A couple I, weeks. I put that in my head, but this is different. It's a little different this year. I'm seeing a lot more. Like, uh, we were walking around the neighborhood a couple days ago, and I was kind of catching, like, um, there were a few blocks, Mike, where it was, like, every other house. Hmm. And um, no Ukraine flags. Not one. Dude. Where did all the Ukraine flags go? That's what I want to know. Did did people who bought bought them just like fold them and put them away for the next one? (laughs) (laughs) When are they gonna put out their Ukraine flags again, dude? (laughs) They put it next next to their gay flag and their uh, other other fucking. Is there gonna be like Ukraine month now, where we bring out the Ukraine flag every month and then do the Ukraine like parade? (laughs) Everyone just. Dresses in blue and yellow and just goes crazy and parties down the you know main street of the city. Is that what happens? I don't know. How does this? I don't know. I made it up because I have no idea how people uh, are going to justify. What, the... hap- what happens when a hero dies? <laughs> what's kind of actually what's weird about this is what is the thought where it, maybe this is why the all the narratives are suddenly mass crumbling for the legacy media and and the. Uh, and the powers that be, um, maybe Ukraine was kind of like a shot across the bow for a lot of people who haven't woken up yet. And maybe once it started to settle, they kind of were like, wait, am I just rooting for the next thing I'm told to root for or against? Yes, I think it was a big red pill. Like, am, yes. I, just, am I just blindly agreeing with whatever the TV tells me? Yeah. And I think maybe that happened with this one, which is why... Nobody's paying attention at this point to Dude, anything nobody's else. The, <laughs> nobody's, talking, nobody's talking about the fact that on top of the money, we just sent this third world country just hundreds of millions of dollars in aid. Uh, you mean tens of billions? Like, no, no, I'm talking about like uh, from like donations. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, like, if you could have... forget the all the money we donated to BLM, you could forget Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, touche, touche. I'll give you that. Everyone's like, huh, so all that money I put towards those t-shirts and bumper stickers that just bought mansions for a bunch of criminals? (laughs) (laughs) At least this one I got to see a bomb hit a Russian (laughs) tank. (laughs) Yeah, all right. (laughs)
<laughs> Ukraine got weird though because people were like actively cheering for like carnage and violence and like murder. And I think maybe people sort of sort of woke up from that kind of trance, almost like, wait, am I am I cheering for death? What happened to me? Well, plus, I mean, if you really look at it, dude, who are you really rooting for, dude? The Ukrainians are not. They're not. <laughs> They're not I, the best people in the well, world. Well, they're Nazis. I hate to say it out loud into a microphone, but the Ukrainians are... There's a lot of Nazism going on there. I mean, dude... It's no secret. You're over... Okay, my point is you're over here telling me I'm a Nazi because <laughs> yeah. I want you to show a photo ID before you vote. Okay? Yeah, right. Those guys are actual people saying they want to kill Jews, blacks, and anything non non Protestant. Like they or have literal they Nazi like, tattoos on their bodies. Like, <laughs> They're taking yeah, pictures, yeah. posing with the Ukraine flag, and they have like like chest tattoos of Nazi symbols. Man, like they have Nazi symbol tattoos I never even heard of or seen before. Frank, you just don't speak their language. It means something <laughs> different. Okay, it's just. Frank, you're you're right. really just, I'm ignorant. That's it. Yeah, it just shows how ignorant you are, to be honest with you. I'm just ignorant. You know? You're right. Yeah, you're just really showing your ethnocentric views. Do of, you think you know? maybe that the realization that Ukrainian... What people I don't think understand is historically a lot of the Nazis just fled to Ukraine or, or ended up in Ukraine. And so there is just a substantial amount of just old school Nazis, <laughs> Nazism that is there. And I don't know. I just, I think, do you think dude, people I saw... realize like, oh shit, am I cheering for Nazis? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> These people like I, I remember people this one old lady like bought socks. She dude, she spent like all this money Jesus. on like this giant box of socks. She's like, I'm sending this to Ukraine. It's like, I hope one day that lady just realized, like, oh, maybe these Nazis don't give a fuck about these socks. <laughs> and she stopped spending her money on it. You know what I mean? That's what I really hope. There's um, some information I've read out there. It, it's always huge grain of salt, but it was supposedly a former CIA guy. Um, and he kind of expressed that uh, anything you see on television, it's completely controlled and it's formulated and created. And there is nothing real that you see on television. Nothing. Hurricanes, yeah, anything. Not. And not to say that it isn't really happening, but what you are viewing, there is nothing real about it. It is completely doctored and edited yeah, and, and CGI'd uh, all to prove <laughs> a point. Do you know what a guy told me one time? Is uh, they'll never, all those battlefield scenes are bullshit because yeah. the camera is worth more than every man there. They wouldn't risk the camera. Wow. <laughs> you know, they, all the gear alone, they're not going to risk sending that in. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. You know? It's so true, though. It's always, it, Mike, it's all about the bottom line. And, uh, yeah. you know, you well, not only in... that, like, if you die on, it's like, dude, you're, the, you're just a kid. You got to think, dude, all you guys get blown up. Bro, we gotta pay all your families. We gotta pay life insurance. We gotta pay fucking. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's a fucking yeah. deal, dude. Definitely. Nah, Frank, we're gonna go into this green dome. You're gonna <laughs> seriously? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys ever uh, watch The Mandalorian on Disney Plus? Yeah, we're gonna do just like that. Okay, uh, you just over like... there, bring in the camel. Okay, perfect. And uh, hey, explosion. is that Zelensky? <laughs> yeah, he shoots here too. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
He's arguing with wardrobe in the corner, like, please, I just want the black shirt. It says Ukraine, please. Fine. The green shirt, but I'm not eating the tuna sandwich. And here's the thing, you know it's all fake, and if, like, Disney's running all of it, then at some point, Zelensky will come out as gay. That's exactly how it'll all play out. <laughs> he was born a woman, <laughs> did, you, did you see, uh, and I, this is a phenomenal pivot, but did you read how uh, in Buzz Lightyear there's all this hoopla about how it's, like, really focused on this gay relationship between these two lesbians? Yeah, how does how do lesbians enter Buzz Lightyear? Okay, so Buzz Lightyear... Uh, is a pilot. Yeah. He goes. He comes back to this planet. Hold on, wait, stop right there. Hold on. So Buzz Lightyear is not fucking uh, a toy. Tim Allen? No. So now this movie is it's a Pixar retcon movie, and it's essentially the character, the kid character from Toy Story. If he had went and seen the movie Buzz Lightyear, this was the movie. No, but who was the original guy who did the voice? Tim Allen, the best. Tim Allen, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is not him. No, they have... He's uh, not him anymore, No, Captain right? America, Chris Evans is doing the voice for this one. Of course. Come on, Mike. Oh, that's Chris Evans, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. So Captain America, yeah. he's the okay. voice, and yeah. this is the movie Buzz Lightyear, so no Tim Allen, and in this movie, uh, Buzz Lightyear goes to Earth, comes back to some planet where he left some astronaut friends, and they age rapidly... And so then he ends up befriending this younger uh, lady or girl who it's like it's revealed. As we all would. Yes. <laughs> and it's revealed or she's like a new cadet or something in the light year thing. Yeah. And anyways, all this. I'm mad at him. Her parents yeah. end up. The story is like her her parents were really these two lesbian chicks. And God, Buzz Lightyear used to know them or was friends with them or whatever. It's this whole thing. But I noticed a trend. Which is, this is what they pulled in uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, the lesbians. The lesbians. Yeah. So I'm noticing Disney is okay with the lesbians, not okay with the gay dudes. Not okay with the gay dudes, that's true. They, they did do a gay dude mm. mention in one, I think it was maybe the Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a slight kind of potential... I think maybe they sort of hinted at it, but didn't go all the way on it. But I'm noticing the trend now. The orphan kid with the lesbian moms. But hmm. they're never identifying the dad. There is no dad. But you gotta have a dad to have the kid. Frank, <laughs> that just shows you don't know anything about science. Because <laughs> you could have a woman with a penis. That's right. <laughs> And then you have a lesbian couple where there is a penis and they have a baby. You're so ignorant. I know, I'm so ignorant. I don't even know how I can talk to you sometimes. You know what the problem is? I'm in my 30s and I have all these questions when I come across this whole concept of Buzz Lightyear and his lesbian (laughs) friends, okay? The problem is I'm 30. That's my problem. I'm I'm 30. My problem is I'm I'm 30. I'm still trying to figure out if somebody with a penis is a man or a woman. (laughs) Here's my issue. I'm in my 30s, and I'm, I'm observing Buzz Lightyear and his lesbian friends, and I have all these questions and thoughts, and maybe some sort of sexual fantasies going on in my head. Yeah. Why is this in a kid's movie? Can we get this out of the kid's movie, man? Let's get it out of there. 
Look, I'm cool if you want to make the adult Buzz Lightyear movie where he's like murdering people and banging chicks and then there's a lesbian love scene, you know, and all this stuff. To- totally into it. Fine. You can even make Buzz Lightyear gay in that movie. Totally Is Buzz cool Lightyear Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'd go see that one. Just make it for adults. I'm totally fine. Put it on Netflix. Whatever. Just You're making a cartoon yeah. Pixar flick. Make it Buzz Lightyear and some characters that are... Do you have to bring any kind of gender sex into it, really? Can we just leave it out? Yeah. Just leave it out. Same with Doctor yeah. Strange. It totally took me out of the movie. It took everybody out of the movie. You could here's my problem, right? Omitted it totally. Even, I get what you guys are trying to do, but even if you're a kid who has two moms, you're going to school, and you know that the normal thing is a, a mom and dad. Right. Every, everybody knows that's the normal thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so... That's why I find it strange that they're ham-fisting the stuff in. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm over the... I, I'm done with anything with Disney and any of that platform, even though Disney owns everything at this point. Uh, I feel like every time I go and check something out from their properties, I'm just... I leave completely enraged. And it's always over like a four-second scene that I'm just like, why did you put that in there? Why did you do that to me? I know why. <laughs> like, I don't want to think about this. Just, I want to be entertained. I, I told you, dude, Doctor Strange, man, was I, did I not call it unwatchable? You did, and fuck not, that movie. I mean, dude. audience fuck spoke. All these people. Audiences agreed yeah. with you, Mike. They literally uh, declared yeah. unwatchable. Man, I mean, it it sunk. Definitely, it's you already streaming. Not yet. No, I haven't had a chance. Oh, yeah, we'll man. do it on Sunday show. All right, hustle. Let me down. Hey, Mike, busy guy. You know? Busy yeah. guy. <laughs> well i will get to hustle unfortunately i I mean i love a good adam sandler adam sandler right it's a new adam sandler flick man it's good i'll have to see it considering you know the finals game six i believe is tonight is it yeah and uh he's gonna win it i don't know i you know what we don't know so i'm gonna say i think this goes seven games Oh, it's for sure going to go seven. Yeah, you think so? But who do you think is going to take it? They need it. Dude, they need a game I think seven. Steph Curry wins it. Steph Curry yes, wins MVP yes. of the finals. For, and I I've think he solidifies at, himself as better than LeBron. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I was listening. Dude, after we talked about it, you like opened my eyes to that. It's crazy. They're going to let him win at least two more. Oh, yeah. And it's not only that, yeah. too. Um, Steph Curry actually will be remembered, I think, longer than LeBron in basketball lore, and, and uh, he changed the game. To be honest with you, yeah, yes, I think he's going to be the, remembered as the next greatest after Jordan. I, I know, uh, I can't remember who's telling this. this is a, a guy, his kids, they're uh, 8, 9, 10 in that range. He said uh, he was at uh, one of his son's basketball practices. All the kids, all of them, the coaches can't get them to stop, Mike, launching three-point shots. <laughs> Damn. All of them want to be Steph Curry. Yeah. Do you remember when we were kids? I want to be like Mike. I, I want to fly dro- through the air, the dude. I want to fly <laughs> through the air and dominate. Not now, dude. The kids, they want to shoot the threes, man. They all want to be like Steph Curry, which indicates to me Steph Curry is the legend. He changed the game. Yeah. It's so who's he, out there playing like LeBron? Nobody, man. Yeah. Nobody. LeBron's ancient, and his style of play is actually, I think, from a forgotten era. He, he you know. Also, dude, 
credit to LeBron, nobody could play like LeBron. He could legit play any position on the floor. He's a physical specimen. He's just an unbelievable freak show. Uh, he he literally uh, he had the option to go NBA or NFL, and he would have been a starting uh, All Pro um, tight end in the NFL if he had gone. Yeah, but his career would have been. Eight years and five concussions but later. You know the difference is the difference between him and Steph Curry is the guy who's out there every day telling you he's the best, and the guy who's never saying yes. shit and just fucking doing work. And then before you know it, you're on a podcast with your brother, and he tells you this guy might beat Jordan in rings, and you're like, "What? Yeah, no, where did this come from? You has, know what I mean? Dude, and like, it blows your mind that he's, yeah, that's crazy." Really, really crazy. I read an excerpt from a, a book by uh, Phil Jackson, Eleven Rings, I think it's called. And um, does he have eleven? Phil Jackson has eleven championship wow. rings. Yes, yes, he won six with the Bulls and five with the Lakers. Wow, he's the greatest coach of all time. Oh, for sure. The... He did five with the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, dude. He almost Holy got a. He almost got. Shit. He's got three three peats, dude. He's a. He's unbelievable. And he coached Dude, that Jordan. That motherfucker Shaq. ran out of fingers. He <laughs> ran out of fingers and he put one on the toe. No, Mike. Holy they gave shit. him a, they gave him one the shape of a tuna can he puts it on his dick. I don't know. How you know it's that big, dude? <laughs> you got a look. You got 11 rings. God damn. Phil Jackson's the fucking man. And uh a part of this uh book he talks about how Jordan was dominating the league and uh, Phil Jackson came up to him and, and uh, Jordan's goal in his career was to win the scoring title every year. He wanted to just be the best, best scorer ever. And Jackson came up to him in the offseason and said, I'm going to implement the triangle offense and it's going to mean you're going to score less. And it may mean you won't get that scoring title. He said Jordan came back to him after a few moments and said, okay, Instead of 37 points, I'll average 32 points, eight points a quarter. We can do it. Hmm. And then Jordan went on to average that. They implemented the triangle offense. Jordan won the scoring titles, and the Bulls won six championships. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. God yeah. Damn. That gave me chills, dude. Yeah, like, and, is... and Phil Jackson says in the uh, book, um, he said, I knew I needed to give Michael the room to to be who he could be. Oh, yeah, I know. And Dude, I, I always say he's more interesting than Michael because totally he took, agree. Because not only did he, he dude, because Michael without Phil Jackson is LeBron. Yes. Yes. Right? Dude, you just nailed that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Phil Jackson had a team of fucking. Uh, to get Scottie Pippen to just hang out and be number two, Kirby, you know yes, what I mean? like, yes. he he could have been an all star on any other team, and like, dude, yeah, he really knew how to keep everything together. Brilliant you gotta man. Give that, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And and to uh, he's more interesting than Michael. Honestly. I well, dude, he literally was able to corral the egos of Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, yes. Dennis Rodman, and then uh, Kobe Bryant Dennis and Rodman. Shaquille O'Neal Bro, together. He's letting team. Rodman in Vegas fuck strippers all night. <laughs> but, you know, he's got Jordan telling him how to run the team. He's got Scottie Pippen who's getting offers from every other team on yeah. the league, and this guy's fucking just holding it together, dude. 
Amazing. Not only that, dude, you had BJ Penn. Yeah. You had fucking. Oh, man. It's crazy. Really interesting stuff. I, I find, that is. Yeah. I love the idea of balancing egotistical, you know, maniacs, essentially. When you're dealing with basketball players, I mean, these guys are being paid millions. They're superstars. You know what I mean? They're, they're ultra famous. They have the biggest egos in the world. And, and he's just a master. He was a master of just kind of uh, con- uh, not controlling them, but like letting them be themselves in a weird way. I, as a good leader, you're just a great leader is good at exploiting weaknesses. Yeah. And so what's interesting to bring this around to back to Steph Curry is the coach of uh, Steph Curry, his entire run here has been Steve Kerr. Who was on the Bulls hmm. and was coached by Phil oh, Jackson yeah. for many years? I meant to tell you, yeah. I didn't know he was their coach, dude. Yeah, yeah I had Steve no Kerr. idea he even went out. The you whole know time, me, though, I, but I stopped, I stopped watching the NBA. I know, like but Mike, you're you're brilliantly they? nailing it, which is you just said it. Yeah. The reason Steph Curry is like more like Michael Jordan instead of LeBron is because Steph Curry stayed with the Warriors and stayed with Steve yes. Kerr with a and, good and, coach, and the two dude. of them built that bond. Yeah, over these over these years. Just like Michael and Phil, whereas LeBron, who's your bond with? Nobody, no, man. Right. You have no because loyalty. Because you, you need that leader on the dude. It's just like the army, right? In mm-hmm. the army, you have your officers and then you have your non-coms. Right. The non-com, that's Michael Jordan. He's out on the field. He's playing. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who's out with the men. And then the officer, that's the coach. That's the guy who's behind. You know, he's back, way behind the lines. He's right. the one looking at looking at the whole picture. You know. Yeah. And you got to have that good relationship between the officer and the non-coms. Yes. You know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. And that's what, that's what it is, dude. That's the gene. Oh, you're right. LeBron never had that relationship. Yeah, and that's why he, I, I honestly think uh, everyone his whole career talked about how he's the next greatest or he'll be remembered as the greatest. And I don't think he'll even really be remembered all that much, to be totally honest, like 10 years from now. I think people will actually be... I've said it before on the podcast. I think we'll be talking about LeBron James, the man, and what he does as a man, as a billionaire. Yes, yeah. yeah the businessman LeBron yeah. will be so much more impactful and memorable to future generations than I gotta be honest with you. I, I, I really see... Le- Call me crazy. This is just off the top of a <laughs> drunk man's head. It's from a plumber. <laughs> uh, I see LeBron James, the kind of guy that like uh, starts his own league. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Uh, I see that. Yeah. I can see that. He's he's currently in the bid to buy a soccer team. I believe he's he's looking to uh, be a, yeah. an owner. And uh, no, I bet you he. I bet you he tries to like. Get, he, I bet you him and a bunch of guys start like a. You know, like that. You were talking about that USFL. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I think LeBron's going to go politics at some point. Yeah, he doesn't have the hairline for it. <laughs> oh! The hairline eludes you again, motherfucker. No matter how much money you get, we all ball, baby. (laughs) 